we have uh, we're in the Asarasimetuba between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, so I figured it's a good time to talk about the minog of Shlogging Kaparos, which uh, I assume some of the shuls in the neighborhood, it's the only Sunday between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, I assume many of the shuls in the neighborhood today are probably going to have trucks with chickens uh, off the back of them where you could go and shlug Kaparos. It's a very fascinating minhag, this minog of Kaparos. Some people use a live chicken, some people use a sum of money that they take and they put over their head while they recite some sort of passage about how their averos should be transferred on to the chicken or onto the money that they're using. Um, however, when you look at the origins of this minag, you'll find that the earliest sources of the minag seem to be in the times of the Rishonim, maybe the Gaonim. Right? But you don't find this anywhere alluded to in the Gemara. So the, the, the first the uh, first hint to it you'll find if you're just, let's say, a Daf Yomi Jew and you're just learning Gemara page after page, when you get to Shabbos Daf Pe'al from Bez, so Rashi in Dibra Maskal Hai Parpisa says from the Chuvas Onim that there used to be a minag that what they would do is they would take a small leaf basket and they would fill it with dirt and fertilizer for either 15 days or 22 days before Rosh Hashanah and they would have a separate basket for each boy in the house and each girl in the house and they would plant some type of bean in that basket, and on Erev Rosh Hashanah they would take that plant, that bean plant, and they would wave it, wave it around their heads, and they would say, uh, right? they would say that whole uh, passage about, this is my replacement, this should be the exchange for me, and then they would throw the plant into the river. And that's, that's what they would do, that, that was the minute. That's the first illusion we have to the minute of what we call kaparos. Now obviously it wasn't with the chicken, it was with the plant, it was on Erev Rosh Hashanah, it wasn't on Erev Yom Kippur, so it was done in a completely different way. The Rush in the Seches Yuma, in the eighth parak of Yuma, Simon Chav Gimel, says, quotes the more familiar method of Kaparos that we, that we know of, and he also quotes it from the Gaonim. And he says, on Erev Yom Kippur, you take a chicken or a rooster, and you wave it over your head, and you do the same thing. And he, but, so the Rush, different, different from Rashi, in terms of what you use, and also in terms of when to do it. The Rush says Erev Yom Kippur and not Erev, uh, not Erev, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Those are the two uh, primary differences. Now, what's the idea behind the Minog? So the Rush explains that a chicken is used more so than any other animal. Why don't we take a fish? People eat fish also. Why don't you take a fish and give that to Tzedakah? Let the Ani eat, eat fish for, for Yantif. Why don't you take uh, a lamb? And wave the lamb over your head. And lamb is pretty light; you could probably manage it, right? So why, why, why do you have to? Why do you have to take dafka, a chicken? So the rush says, well, first of all, there are many more of them available than lambs. It's much cheaper. So that's you know the simple answer is that it's much easier to get chickens than it is to get uh, other animals. But second, he says that using a chicken has has significance because a chicken is called one of the Hebrew words that we use for chicken is gever, and uh, and one of the use one of the Hebrew words we use for man is gever, right? We, a, a gavra is a person, and a gever is also, uh, is also a rooster. So since a crows a gever is when the rooster crows, right? So since gever is a rooster and gever is a man, so if there's anything that we're going to exchange for man, it makes sense that the rooster would be the exchange for the, uh, for the human being, for the person. Um, how, however, the, Mish- the Mishabur points out uh, that the idea of using animals, um, meaning... L'chora, it, it, the, the whole minog reeks of Darke Amori, the whole minog of using uh, an animal and saying, so abracadabra, my Averos are now not on me, they're on this animal. So you didn't steal yesterday? You didn't uh, tell Lashonara now? Because now the animal told Lashonara? I mean, wh- what kind of business is this? You can transfer your Averos onto an animal? It's a 
great trick, but like, at, where do we ever find such a precedent? So Mishabur points out that there is precedent for this. Mishabur in Simon Tuf Reish Hay, Sifkat and Beis, says that this is the very idea of Karbanos. The Ramban writes that when we bring a Karban, the idea of the Karban is that we're supposed to be visualizing, when you bring a Karban Chatas, that I'm really the one that deserves to be Shechter on the Mizbeach, but instead of me being Shechter on the Mizbeach, this animal is going to be Shechter in my place. So Mishabur says this is just an extension of that idea. That you say, okay, I'm the one that really should be shechted for my sins, but now this animal is going to be shechted and given to the poor because of my sins. But not, not, it's not going to happen for me, to me myself. The Kafachayim in Simitav Sivkat Nyud says that the shochet, when, although it's appropriate that he should realize that and think about these things when he shechts the chicken, that this is uh, in place of the person who did the kaparos, but at the time that he's actually shechting, you should be focused on the shechita. So you should think about that before he starts the shechita, then when he's actually he has to be careful to be focused on the shechita, and that's the sensitivity we're going to see soon. The acronym had about uh, the kavana and the focus and the attention and the care that the shochtim have when they do shechita when it comes to kaparos. But let's before that. What are the problems with the minig of kaparos? Is there any issue that that could be raised with it? So the Rashba writes in the tshuva in Shin Sadihei, that he tried to put an end to this minute. He thought it was a terrible minute. He thought it was Darche Amari. He thought that this came from the Gayim, that you're going to take a, a chicken, a white chicken, and wave it over your head. And he, this, this doesn't sound like, uh, like a Jewish ritual at all. There's no key mitzvah in it. He doesn't understand where it came from. He says it's got to be Darche Amari. And even though it was a very widespread minute in his time, he said we have to get rid of this minute. The idea of transferring Averos to the chicken, he thought was a total, totally foreign to Judaism. Furthermore, another problem, Lord HaShulchan points out in Tafresh Hay, Sivkat and Dalid, that Jews were very careful to use a white chicken, symbol of purity. The Gemara Navadazar, we did recently in Daf Yomi, Daf Yudalad Manalif, says that, uh, that when you're makbid on white, to dafka buy a white chicken, that's, that's Darke Avodazara. That's the old Avodazara where makbid to dafka buy a white chicken. So when, for their Avodazara. So whenever we're makbid on using a white chicken, that's mamish a violation of Darke Amori. That's really a violation of Chukasa Akum, of doing something. That's the Darach of Avodazara. So, but, so that's, that's one basic problem the Rishonim raised with it. Another problem that's raised, not by Rishonim, but by Achronim, the Orach points out in Sefei, in the Kafachayim, Sefkat Nyedalev, is that because in the uh, little towns in Europe where they would uh, all run to Shlakaparos, every Jew in town and every member of the family had their own chicken that they were doing Kaparos on, the Shochtim were so busy that day. They were shechting thousands of chickens, and Shochtim can't, they just couldn't keep up. With the, uh, with, the, with, with the number of animals that they, that they were using, that, the, that, that, that were used for kaparos, because they couldn't keep up, they weren't being careful in their shechita. They weren't checking their knives often enough. They weren't uh, taking enough care to make sure that they were doing the shechita properly, that they were actually mechatech rov simanim. And if you don't check the knife and there's a nick in that knife, the animal's in the vela. And every animal you shecht after that with that knife is a nevela. And you're going to shecht a thousand chickens and then check your knife and find that the knife was, was pagum? The last thousand chickens are all treif. They're all nevela. Because uh, you, didn't check the, you didn't check the knife. Right? Everything since the last time you checked the knife, the chazak is not going to work. Because you have a chazak at the hashta that says the knife is pagum. That's why in modern shecht what do they do? They'll shecht ten chickens, check the knife. Worst comes to worst, they'll throw out ten chickens. That's cost them almost nothing to throw out ten chickens. They don't 
they don't just check the knife after a thousand chickens. But if the shochtim are so busy, they're not going to be checking the knives. They're not going to be making sure that they cut rov simanim. You have to look carefully to see if you cut rov simanim. I went to visit a, a, a shock place once, and I saw that they 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 shafted the chicken. Looked like every other chicken to me. They threw the chicken in the garbage. So why did you throw the chicken in the garbage? They said it wasn't rov simanim. I said, how did you see that? And then sure enough, I saw the chicken wo- stands up and starts walking around the garbage. I'm like, I guess you're right. I guess, I guess it wasn't rov simanim. Chicken was alive. I told him, sar chayim, you should do something. So they got the the guy who uh, held the chicken for them and walked over to the garbage and he picked the chicken up and just with his bare hands ripped the head off of the chicken. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. But, but okay, but but the, the shoftim have to be very careful. So that's why a lot of the a lot of the achronim were very unhappy with the idea of using chickens for kaparos. And uh, and uh, that, that could be why they use chickens rather than other animals, because chickens, at least, you could shecht a lot in a very short period of time. You can't shecht too many lambs in a short period of time. So how do we solve these problems? So in terms of the issue of the Rashba, Darkei Amori, Shulchan Aruch agrees with the Rashba. Shulchan Aruch Paskins, it's Aser, Teshlag Kaparos. Shulchan Aruch says, Darkei Amori, it's Chuk uh, Asakum. Um, however, the Ramah says the minog in our locations is we've always done it, and therefore it's a minog that we're allowed to continue doing. The Ramah disagrees with the Shulchan Aruch. It's interesting, Rav Vadya in Yechav Das Chil Simon Ayin Aleph, even though he always says that uh, that, that uh, we always pass in like Maran HaMechaber, the Svardim always pass in like Maran Beit Yosef, he says that Svardic practice is to go against Maran Beit Yosef over here. Svardic practice is to actually do Kaparos, and it's likely because it's, uh, it's the, the Arizal apparently was a big fan of Kaparos, and a lot of the Svardic practices are also based on the Kabbalah, and uh, in Kabbalistically, it's a uh, positive practice to do uh, to do Kaparos. Kafachaim says that to solve the other problem with the Shoftim, we're very busy. Kafachaim says, who says you have to use a chicken? What, the Rush says you use a chicken? Rashi said you use a basket. So he says, you know what, the whole idea is that we're trying to give something to Aniyim. We're trying to do a mitzvah where we're saying it should be a kapara for me that I'm giving tzedakah to Aniyim. I'm providing an Ani, an Erev Yom Kippur, with something to eat to get him through the fast, to be able to provide him with food to get him through the fast. That's the, the big maila of Shlag and Kaparos and Erev Yom Kippur. So you know what, do it with money and give the Ani enough money to be able to buy a suda. So people say, well, how much money do you need? So probably enough that an ani should be able to, that it should be meaningful to a poor person. Is it good enough then to, uh, if that's the whole idea though, l'chor, it's not good enough to just uh, take the money, put it over your head and then put it aside and give it to tzedakah much later on. Right, the kiyum of the minog is probably to take care of the ani right now, to get to make sure the ani gets it before uh, before before Yom Kippur, before Yantif. So maybe that would be the greatest kiyum of the minog. Okay, so that's where uh, the minog of kaparos basically comes from. Uh, there are people that are makbid not to do it based on the shulchan aruch, but it seems in our uh, locations, the minog of rov Yisrael, it's a nice experience for the kids to have a chicken over their heads and to get a little scared. Uh, but the minog Yisrael is we should just keep in mind that the the key is that we're doing something. As a as as a mitzvah to give something to the ani, and uh, we we realize that as we shech the chicken, that that's what we deserve from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu berov rachamav uh, spares us and gives us slichu mechila kapara.